Hello and welcome to The Brillier Project, a podcast where we shed light on people who let their light shine bright. My name is Nico Belasco, and I will be your host, taking you on this journey of light and inspiration as I embark on this new exciting venture of mine. For this episode, we have a professional model, host, fitness coach, Mr. World Philippines 2016 King, and the Superbots Grand Winner of 2020. Sam Ajdani is dedicated to empowering others in his work as a fitness coach and showing up as an influencer, using his platform to inspire others with his content. I met Sam in 2020 when I joined his fitness group, and he played a big role in motivating me throughout the thick of the pandemic to do and be my best. I'm so excited to welcome him onto the show today, so without further ado, let's get started. Welcome, everyone. Hello, Sam. Hello. How, How are, are you? you? Wow, that was a lot of photos of me <laughs> in the <laughs> intro. Was that, was, that was a trip down memory lane. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so for everyone that's tuning in, um, this is actually our first, our first episode of the year, and I wanted to start this off with a bang, and I, I figured that Sam would be the perfect person to bring on board. So I actually met Sam... Um, in 2020, when we were working out, I was part of his fitness group, um, and I had a lot of fun, you know, getting to know him um, in his posts and seeing how he shows up online. So today we're going to be talking about grit and what it means to him. But before we start, Sam, um, can you share a little bit about, you know, your time as a professional model? Because I feel like that's where you started out, right? So how was yeah. it to start out? Thanks, Nico. I'm glad to be here and have this conversation with you and Hi to everyone listening. Um, yeah, I started back in 2012, I think. Around that time, it's been around 10 years, more or less. After I graduated, I got into modeling straight because, yeah, the opportunity was there. And uh, I'm glad to say that I've done pretty well throughout these years. There was a lot of adjustments I needed to do and things I needed to learn in the industry because the industry is not, uh, you know, it's not super easy. Uh, but yeah, overall, it's been a fun journey. I've learned a lot and yeah, met a lot of wonderful people so far. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, the, the fashion industry and just modeling in general, my mom was a model and I actually mentioned to Sam that I used to watch him and my mom work the runways and walk shows uh, growing up. And it's just uh, so cool to see you and how far you've come and how much you've transformed throughout the years and used your platform. So, um, yeah, of course. And I wanted to ask you, too. I mean, I'm sure throughout this, you said it's been 10 years already, how awesome it is to have so many different experiences, to work with so many different creatives throughout your journey. Um, do you have any, like, memorable memories throughout your experience? Well, uh, it's been fun. Not gonna lie, I got to travel, work with a lot of different brands, different people, go to different countries in Asia, uh, work with a lot of creative designers, you know, good people in general. But the thing that really stays with me is most probably the friends that I made, you know, cause the jobs all have a different flow. Some of them could be more fun. Some of them could be more tough. You get to travel, like I said, that's fun. 
but you know it happens all the time but throughout these years you get to meet a lot of people from different backgrounds whether it's the uh, models or uh, people who are generally in the industry uh, there's a lot of people who came from different countries so you get to you know, communicate with them, learn about their culture. And since there is a lot of downtime when it comes to modeling, there's a lot of breaks when it comes to fashion shows and TVCs. So basically we're there the whole day uh, waiting for things to happen sometimes. Uh, you get to communicate a lot and get to know different people from different countries. And that's like, you know, you learn without traveling, which is such a great thing. And yeah, that's my... Those are my best memories, the friends that I made. That's for sure. Yeah, that is, that's true. I mean, that's one thing that my mom would tell me about in her time as a model. There's a lot of waiting. There's a lot of downtime. And she would always encourage, you know, young models these days to get up and communicate. Go talk to people. Go get to know the director. Get to know the designers. Even just the, the assistants backstage. Because there's so many things that you can learn from them. So many stories to be told. Um, and, you know, in this day and age where people are kind of, you know, introverts or they want to stay in their own little bubble um, with their headphones in or reading books, yeah. you know, you never know, like, the connections that you'll make. And in the long run, that's true. how you can help that person or how they can help you. So networking, whether it be in the fashion industry or not, I think it's super important just to go out and, you know, talk to people. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, and of course, the network it gives on. you, it's very valuable, right? Because... These people uh, who are in the fashion industry, it's a platform for them to, you know, eventually jump into different things depending on what their interest is. So, yeah, to keep in contact with those people is such a valuable thing because you get to meet a lot of people in the industry. Yeah, that's true. And there is a lot of downtime, like you said a while ago. I, I can say that as a creative, you spend so many hours just waiting for the set to be done or to get you know your hair and makeup done only to get the shot in like what maybe 10 minutes or like less than yeah. that right <laughs> <laughs> you wait all day for that and there is a lot of downtime so for anyone out there I would encourage you to even if you're shy step out of your show and just go for the conversation because at the end of the day it's it could be beneficial for you in the long run yeah yeah I wish they did things more efficiently in the Philippines to be honest I need to say this, you know, uh, because sometimes they're not as efficient, like the call time is so early and they start late, but it's Philippines, you know, you get to adjust <laughs> and I wasn't always early as well. So I'm guilty here too. Yeah. But it's always done differently in different countries. For example, a country like Hong Kong, everything is so efficient and done fast. So yeah, but it comes with an advantage too. You get to chill and like you said, communicate with different people and grow your network and and learn. As you yeah. Can. And it's funny that you bring up that you were late because I know that PMAP has a certain rule about being late and I know how they, they handle this. <laughs> so my mom actually told me she was only ever late to a show one time and they took, I think it's like a 500 peso yeah. cut from here. That's, from that's here. why it's called PMAP. <laughs> professional they're professionals yeah they're really disciplining you to be punctual and professional which i appreciate yeah. yeah yeah it's definitely needed in any aspect of life as a an individual to be punctual is super important 
Um, but I find it funny that they they raffle off that 500 to everyone else that was on time. So guys, oh, make really? sure that you... <laughs> yeah, they, they did that for her. I don't know if they did that for you. <laughs> but yeah, I also wanted to ask you because I know that you ventured into fitness and you know, if anyone that's looked at your page or any of your pictures, fitness plays a really big role in your life. What is the importance in your own words of fitness to you? Um. It's really important because our body is like our vehicle, right? It's a tool that we use every single day and it's going to be with us for the rest of our life. And I mean, it's going to be something we use for the rest of our life. So I think it's important to pay attention to it to a certain degree, give it the attention it deserves, at least like 30 minutes, one hour a day, even less as long as there's movement because we are designed to move by nature. And yeah, I started when I was young and at first it was just because I was thin and insecure about my body, just like any other teenager. And as I went and through the process, I kind of fell in love with it, right? Because it gave me a confidence that nothing else could give me, to be totally honest, at that age and at that time. And yeah, I saw myself improving and, you know, when you see growth, in yourself it's kind of like a drug it gives you positive reinforcement gives you more confidence and that's what you need as a young guy and uh, later on it became more like a lifestyle so it wasn't as much about the looks but really being you know keeping sane and you know being uh, physically active and healthy and as the pandemic hit, it became more evident that we need to become healthy and take care of our body. And here it was just about really moving my body because the gym's closed, as you know, and staying active and setting a good example for my kid because I do have a four-year-old son. So yeah, this was basically the thought process behind being healthy and staying fit yeah that's amazing and i think that's really important for people to hear because i feel like it's so easy during the pandemic and even now to be lazy and to not work out because we're just at home and there's a lot of other distractions in our life like work or school and stuff but one thing that i'm trying to get back on track with to be honest is you know really just finding that motivation within myself to get up stay active and keep in mind the benefits that working out has because at the end of the day it has not just the physical like you said there's mental aspects to it you feel better and there's like a science behind it right you you feel better after a workout or after you exercise yeah so i would encourage everyone out there if you haven't already done so do take a look at sam's pages because he does share a lot of tips and different workouts that you can do and just for that motivation i feel like every time i see a picture of you in the gym i'm like okay I need to go tomorrow or <laughs> like oh, I need thanks, to drop what man. I'm doing. Go. <laughs> <laughs> With regards to motivation, I think all of us have been a bit struggling. Some people took this time to really focus on it. But uh, at the same time, some people fell off track because of other challenges in life and everything. So, yeah, motivation to be totally motivated can be challenging at times. I totally understand that and I can relate to that. But at the end of the day, it's something that has to get done, you know, <laughs> during yeah, the that's day, true. at least. Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's funny that you say that because we were actually talking offline a while ago about this. We met when I joined your fitness group with Christy, Eduardo, Noel, and everyone else. And that was at a time where I thought I was being healthy, but I actually wasn't. I was being, I was damaging my body by under eating and working out anyways. And um, it was through your, your guidance, you and everyone else, all the other coaches that I learned that you really have to nourish your body and give it the right tools in order for it to grow the way that it should be. So at the end of the day, through you guys, I was able to pick myself back up again. Um, I started becoming more lean and getting more healthy and building my stamina. And I would look forward to your workouts every week because that's, I mean, I would work out consistently for the other days, but that was the day that I really pushed myself to, you know, double workout or to go as hard as I could. So I really appreciate you for that. (laughs) I appreciate you. Thank you. Thank you. It, uh, hearing that makes me feel like uh, we did something right. So thanks for that. Oh, definitely. Yes. And, you know, you do so many things right. I mean, you you use your platform to inspire other people. And I think something as simple as sharing, you know, what your workout is or sharing different tips on how to do certain exercises. That's really important. So to everyone out there, like I said a while ago, do check out his pages and follow along for all that. So another thing that I wanted to discuss with you, Sam, is actually you were given the title of Century Tuna Superbod 2020 Grand Winner, right? So how was that like? How was that journey to the title for you? Um, if I'm not mistaken, the whole Century Tuna took about a year and a half. So it was postponed due to the pandemic. It was kind of challenging because, you know, you can you can be motivated for a set set amount of time. You're like, okay, here it is. I'm going to do it. I'm going to work out and get mentally prepared and everything. And this whole thing is happening in two, three months. And then it's pushed back again. And then you, you, you regain your focus again and it's pushed back again. But I understand we all had to adjust. And the process was fun because I had to get more creative with the workouts that I did, like I said, there was no access to the gym. So I really focused on my son and the influence I have on him as a father and the role of fitness and a healthy lifestyle uh, in his life, the role it plays in his life. So, you know, I started working outdoors and uh, tagging him along with me. He would copy what I do. And I think this whole narrative uh, really had some kind of impact when it comes to the competition and the competition was fun there was uh, a lot of good candidates there i get to meet a lot of different people and they were in good shape that's for sure and yeah we did the event i'm not sure about the exact date it went very well it was a successful event i think it was two or three days and overall it was a fun experience and i'm glad i uh, i got to be the winner <laughs> that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and we were just talking about that earlier how it was one of the first events during the pandemic in a really long time and to see it actually you know, happening on the stage and to have a whole production to it was really, really interesting. So shout out to the whole team behind it because it looked like a lot of work, but in the end, yeah. it was amazing. So you also took part in another competition, and this is actually something that my mom also did too. 
uh, my mom represented the country in the Miss World 2003 pageant. And I know you also did in the Mr. World 2016 competition. So how was that experience for you? So the Mr. World 2016 competition was held in England. And uh, leading up to it, I didn't want to, honestly, I didn't want to join. So I'm not one who really enjoys this competitive uh events but i always somehow end up in them <laughs> so so yeah uh, somebody one of my agents told me why don't you join and go for the uh casting and i was given the opportunity to present the philippines in 2016 so yeah back then it it became serious and i went to england I arrived a bit late, unfortunately, because of visa problems and some conflicts uh, that I cannot really talk about. But yeah, visa problems. I was late for about, I think, a week. So most of the events were already done, most of the physical events. And uh, yeah, it was done. And I think I arrived during the second half of the competition. But regardless, it was a lot of fun because, again, I got to meet a lot of people. And for me, that was a new place, you know, and I didn't let that really affect me. I was like, okay, uh, it is very much possible that I'm not going to win this because I already missed a lot. But the very fact that I'm here, I'm grateful for it. And I'm going to take this and enjoy it as much as I can while I'm here and make as many friends as I can and really enjoy the rest of the competition. So yeah, that was a really fun experience for me. I still have friends from back then and glad that I got to experience it. And if anybody wants to join Mr. World, I would highly encourage them to do it because it's a space where you can really grow the competition is tough, uh, the standards are high, and yeah, it will be a very good experience for anyone who's looking into it. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, not only that, but you have the honor of representing a whole country. I mean, I know here in the Philippines, competitions like Mr. World or Miss World or Miss Universe or any type of, you know, pageant, uh, they're huge because Filipinos are all about that. And so I can only imagine, you know, the support that you were given and what what it felt like to represent the country on an international yeah, people, stage. People like were very supportive. Filipinos, when it comes to these things and a lot of other things, are extremely supportive people. So, yeah, I appreciate them all. And it was such a good feeling to know that people actually care. Yeah, so thank you for raising our flag. That must have been awesome. So before we wrap up our first section of the interview, you know, I wanted to ask you, being in the public eye, I'm sure there's a lot of pressure, you know, to perform at a certain level because people have expectations of you and, you know, whether it be in modeling and fitness or in anything that you do, um, do you ever feel pressured by that? And if so, how do you deal with it? I don't feel necessarily pressured by that. Uh, the pressure normally comes from me. And knowing that I'm not performing at my peak or to the best of my ability, that's then I start criticizing myself. So my main goal is to, you know, spread positivity and uh, shift 
shift the focus of some people as much as I can to becoming healthy or just being positive overall when it comes to their uh, mindset. I know a lot of people nowadays struggle, you know, with mental health, depression, especially since the pandemic hit. So as much as possible, my goal is to, you know, have a, have some sort of impact through social media and be more of a, a creator rather than a consumer because there is a lot of things happening in social media and we all know that too much consumption can be toxic, right? And if you could, by any means, like what you're doing, having a podcast, bringing people to share their story, have some kind of positive impact on them, then I'm pretty sure you would feel more fulfilled. And, you know, I, I feel like at least to a degree I've done my part. So the pressure is not at a stage, I would say. Maybe if you're big and you have a lot of, millions of followers that's when the pressure would get to you but right now it's just me I don't I'm a relatively small page in today's world and I'm just trying to make an impact in the best positive way possible of course people don't see the negative and the struggles in social media it's always better than it looks and that's true also when it comes to my page and I guess when it comes to many people's page if not everyone but yeah to sum it all up at the end of the day it's just uh, an outlet for me to somehow hopefully inspire others and to learn because there's a lot you can learn through social media and if people put pressure on me or don't appreciate uh what I do, or it's just not their cup of tea, then I tend to not be so emotional about those things, you know, because uh, it is what it is. <laughs> and whether if it's so positive or it's uh, very negative, I think at the end of the day, it, it, come, it all comes down to your awareness and how you handle these emotions and these situations. Yeah, that is so true. My family and I, we have our own campaign on social media. It's called hashtag save lives online. And basically what it is, is we promote posting positive and uplifting content um, and just populating the digital world with these posts that can really help other people out. So whether it be, you know, like posting quotes or Bible verses or even just sharing real life experiences, real experiences where maybe let's say you failed or you, you had to overcome a certain challenge and how you were able to grow from that. So we are all That's about, right. you know, making sure that people know that, yes, there's a lot of toxic things that are online, especially on social media. But at the end of the day, if you have a page, if you have your own account, you are also an influencer, whether you claim the title or not. You have a voice, you have a platform. So why not use it to uplift other people? Why not make the world a better place, even just online? Um, so, you know, people are always watching. And at the end of the day, it's your choice whether or not you want to support and uplift other people. But I would highly recommend that people out there just use social media for good because it's definitely a platform that can help inspire other people. Just as Very well said. Yeah, totally agree. All right. So we are going to cut to commercial really quickly and thank our sponsors. So we'll see you in a few.
The Velasco Unlimited Skills Academy, or BUSA, is an academy specializing in strengthening one's skills, both physically and mentally, through the values of sports and development classes from basketball and tennis to photography, music, and graphic design. Founded by Nick and Mafe Velasco in the year 2013, BUSA has transformed people of all ages with a deeper understanding and a positive mindset. Want to work on your physical and mental skills? Send us a message at teambelasco at gmail.com to inquire on our class schedules. Hard work pays off. Mafe Management is a company dedicated to empowering individuals and businesses in entertainment, special events, talent management, content creation, digital and traditional marketing, and public relations in working together to turn their dreams into reality. Get one step closer to elevating yourself and your business by contacting hello at mafemanagement.com. Let us empower you. Now let's get back to the show. All right. So we are back and ready to take on the rest of our conversation. And as I mentioned earlier, today's topic is grit. By definition, grit is the ability to keep working toward a goal, overcoming challenges and sticking with it even when it's hard. And this is something that I think I see a lot of in Sam. I see grit, as I told him before, in his, you know, his ability to stay motivated and work out and his ability to show up online for different things that he's passionate about, and even as a father. So I wanted to ask you, Sam, what is grit to you? Grit is, yeah, just like you said, <laughs> the ability to work hard and, you know, set a goal, work hard towards it, have perseverance and determination. Also, courage in your character, which is really important, I think and not being afraid to pursue what you really want and go for it, never give up, you know, as long as it matters to you and it fulfills you. Uh, Great to me is like having courage in your character and working hard. Yes, that is so true. And, you know, with all the industries that you are associated with, I think grit and hard work are some of the most constant factors all throughout so how do you power through when you're feeling unmotivated when i feel unmotivated uh actually recently (laughs) i just start bullying myself (laughs) because uh for the past few weeks there were moments that i did feel unmotivated so uh you know i'm not sure if you're familiar with david goggins but this internal dialogue that you have is everything because uh, a sense of motivation comes from there and i realized that of course having a goal is really important but taking baby steps towards it because sometimes our goals may seem too far away or too big or too out of reach that we don't get out of bed for them because instantly we get discouraged let's say you want to lose 30 pounds or you want to gain, I don't know, five kilos of lean muscle mass. So the picture is there, but uh, you go to the gym for two weeks and 
the results or two months, the results start, it's everything, the whole process starts slowing down, right? Because the first week you lose more weight, the second week uh, you're consistent, you still lose weight and you hit a wall after some time. And this is where most people stop because they don't see the result that they're expecting. So for me, it's all about putting away my expectations. Of course, keep a high standard in regards to what I do, but also detach myself from the result and just keep going and keep getting it done no matter how I feel. And if I feel bad, uh, I would also talk myself into feeling good, not by being necessarily so nice to myself, but sometimes harsh to myself, you know, mentally <laughs> and saying things that would uh, get me up. You know, you know your triggers as a human being, you know what triggers you. It's all about finding those triggers and know when to use them. I think it's more just like a game that you have to master just like anything else then comes to life and having motivation basically comes with taking baby steps and enjoying the process, really feeling fulfilled through the process. So for example, for somebody lifting weights might not be their favorite way of working out. Maybe they're more passionate about dancing. It's at the end of the, at the end of the day, it's, about being active somehow, having some kind of movement, especially in today's world. Uh, being active is so important. It affects your immune system, your moods, your stress levels go down. So basically it affects everything in your body. I don't see why some people don't discipline themselves to take these steps when they're studies are there and everything is so clear and obvious but i don't say that in a bad way but yeah at the end of the day it's taking responsibility and just doing what needs to be done no matter how you feel yes that is that's really true and i want to touch on what you just said a while ago it's that you will see progress eventually not always consistently but small progress is still progress. At the end of the day, as long as you're getting up and you're showing up and you're putting in the work, that's pretty much all that matters because that little effort that you put into workouts every day will pay off in the long run. You know, you don't see it automatically. You won't see, like if you, let's say you do 10 push-ups, you're not going to have uh, huge muscles, right? Or if you do like three sit-ups, you're not going to have rock-hard abs. You really have to work towards it. And I think it's understanding also that you really have to put in the work and it's a, it's a progress. It's a, it's a journey. And if you're not willing to be on that journey, then there's no way that you're going to grow. Cause at the end of the day, it, life is all about putting yourself out there, trying new things and working through whatever you can't trying your best to overcome these, you know, these obstacles that are put out in your way. And a lot of these obstacles for, you know, when it comes to fitness, a lot of it is laziness or it's not feeling motivated. But at the end of the day, when you realize, like what Sam said, there's so many benefits to working out and staying fit. Why not just try to motivate yourself 
in any way that and you what possibly I, can. What I also notice is that a lot of people make the mistake of comparing themselves to people because Instagram is so perfect, right? Like my industry, I need to have like abs and be ripped because I'm a model. It doesn't mean everybody needs to have that. At the end of the day, it's a step you take for you. Uh, you can take others uh, as a source of inspiration, but don't let their perfection or the way they look kill your motivation because you're not seeing the same result. So it all goes back to its root and why you're doing what you're doing. And if it's really for your health and your well-being and, you know, you want to be around longer for your family. You want to see your kids grow. You want to be as active as them. If your kid is like a 15-year-old kid and is running around playing football, it's nice as a father when you're 50 to be able to play football with him and keep up with him. You know, these are the little joys that uh, some people neglect, uh, even though it seems on the surface there is not much progress. When you pay attention just about how good you feel, the progress is actually right there. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And another thing I want to point out when it comes to fitness is that we don't all have the same body type. So for some of us, we have, you know, the bulk. Some of us don't. Some of us are more thin. Um, I think it's really just finding what works for you and running with it, doing certain workouts or doing certain diets or whatever. It doesn't work for everyone. There's no set way. So you, it really yeah. is just about finding what works for you. Yeah, that's the fun part, right? What what pulls you? What uh, what works for you? What kind of diet do you prefer? What whether you like intermittent fasting or you like some other type of diet or this kind of workout or that kind of workout? That's the process and the beauty in it. You can shift to sports. You can do many things as long as you're active. So, yes, yeah. yes, definitely. Too much on and that. you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know. Grit is something that comes naturally for some people. But of course, like we said, there's a lot of times that we're not motivated and some people feel like it's not something that they have. So they have to acquire it or they have to really work on it. So what are some tips that you can give for people to really grow their grit mindset? Um, I would say, okay, maybe a few things. Uh, number one is surround yourself with people who possess the mindset that you're looking for. If you can't find them in your surroundings, then consume material or books by people who, you know, possess that kind of mindset because we're like sponges. We absorb everything we experience, we read, we listen to. So listen to podcasts. Uh, listen to motivational videos. There's a lot on YouTube. Everything is for free nowadays. Um, yeah, and then have a sense of why you're doing what you're doing. Like you're working because you want to take care of your family. I don't know, kids, parents, whatever your reason is of becoming fit or becoming success successful in any area of life. I believe that if you don't have a reason, then why would you get up in the morning and do it? There, there's no point to do it anyway. A lot of us, including me, we think about the how more than the why. That's where we naturally focus on because we tend to analyze everything. When we set a goal, 
we start analyzing, okay, uh, how am I gonna get there? How, how, how? We start, it's not that that's a bad thing, but if the why is not clear, then, you know, you're not gonna be as motivated when times get tough. You're gonna start questioning yourself and doubting yourself and doubt is the worst thing that can happen to a mind when it comes to you having a goal. You don't want any doubt there. You don't want any person around you to put doubt in your mind. And if they do, whether it's family or friends, then you train your mind in a way that you can easily get past that. So you have to start learning about psychology, how the mind functions and how you can take control of your body state and the way your mind uh, operates, your thought patterns and everything. And of course, things like mindfulness, meditation, awareness, things we did in our workouts, it helps with that because it brings more awareness to your pattern. And that's really important. Yes, that's so true. Going back to your why, my parents actually always instill this in us. It it motivates you and it keeps you on track. I mean, if you look at it, you know, businesses and companies, most of them have their mission and vision, right? So the purpose of that is to remind everyone in that company or workspace of the goal of the company. And so the mission and vision keeps everyone on track and make sure that whatever action that's taken is really aligned to achieve whatever it is that they want to achieve. So at the end of the day, knowing your why can help you throughout anything. I mean, when you're feeling down or when you feel like too tired to do anything, remember why you're doing it or why you're putting yourself in the position to do it. For me, you know, I had I just graduated college last year. So as a college student, there's a lot of sleepless nights. There's a lot of hardships and obstacles that you have to go through because it's just a lot of work, right? And I was a working student. So I was working and I had a lot of things going on. But I reminded myself that my why for being there was for me to grow, to learn, and at the end of the day, to graduate. And that helped catapult me throughout all the obstacles that I would face. And there were a lot. So I think it's important to just establish what it is that you want to achieve or what you want to get done. And keep that in mind because your why will help you power through anything. And so with that. Yeah, very well said. You know, and it's, it's important also to realize that you can start small. I think, you know, something as simple as waking up in the morning and deciding to take action is also a form of, of grit. So, you know, how important is it for you f- to show up for yourself and for others? It's um, very important because, of course, naturally we want to live a good life and our life is the, is the outcome. The way our life is, is the outcome of better we take responsibilities or not. And the responsibilities we take are for ourselves, for our family, in my case, for my kids. So getting up in the morning should not even be a question because that that should be a simple thing to do. But yes, you're right. To get up in the morning, to do the things you need to do, to have a morning routine, to have some type of structure. And it is challenging to place it there and always follow it, you know, but at least trying and having that awareness that you are 
falling off track somehow because a lot of people go day and day, day in and day out without any kind of awareness. And then they wonder why uh, things are not the way they want them to be. The harsh truth is that even if you have the structure and the awareness, the things can still be not the way you want them to be. But at least you have that grit, that uh, mentality that will get you through that phase, right? Because let's be honest, we all go through tough times. Uh, some people are more disciplined, some are not, some are taking those small steps, some are not. Uh, even if you have those things in place, you can still go through those tough times. But how you come out of it is really dependent on the mindset that you have and the small things that you do on a consistent basis, starting your morning in a certain way, taking care of your body, doing what needs to be done, uh, being there for your family, working on your relationships, you know, those things are things that really impact our day-to-day -day life, I believe. So yeah, yes. you're right. Amazing. And, you know, I think it's so important that we realize this because awareness is key. At the end of the day, you know, these are all the things that you just mentioned. They're parts of our everyday life that not everyone is aware that it actually does play a role in our well-being or how we live our lives. So when you're able to understand that, you know, actually spending time with your family or, you know, getting up, doing whatever it is that you need to do. Those are things that help you stay productive and, you know, keep your grit mentality. Um, and at the end of the day, it can be very beneficial for you. And you don't even realize it, but you're actually doing yourself some good. So, you know, yes. keep that awareness in mind, guys, because at the end of the day, it helps you a lot. And, you know, I wanted to ask yeah. you, Sam, if you have a motto that you live by, and if so, what is it? Um... I'm just gonna share a quote, maybe, by Rumi. It says, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are uh, the ocean, I have to bring it up. You are not a drop in the ocean. You are, uh, can I search it? Anyway, yeah, go ahead. basically. Okay. Let me get my other phone because I don't want this to get away and I don't want to say it wrong. <laughs> no worries. You know, to everyone out there right now, Sam has been dropping so much wisdom on, you know, how he lives his life, his experiences. So I hope that you guys can take it, take it to heart because, you know, it does take a lot of grit to get up and do what you want to do at the end of the day. So there's, there's a lot that goes into, I think, just living life. Of course, there's going to be obstacles at the end of the day, but you need to realize that you have the power within you to overcome anything as long as you believe in yourself and you put in the, the effort and the action that is needed to get whatever it is that you need to finish, get done. Okay. So. Sorry, guys. Sorry, everyone. Sorry, Nicole. Yeah. So it was pretty simple. <laughs> you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. And the reason why I'm sharing this is because I believe nowadays with a lot of cancel culture going on on the internet, a lot of uh, hate going around, you can see it's evident, a lot of different views. Um, um, I think people need a little bit of more unity 
to think, to realize that, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what I ideal belief is, no matter what we believe in, no matter what we stand for, uh, we are ultimately the same. We come from the same source. And uh, this kind of belief, I, I think, would make people more empathetic and more compassionate towards each other because that's what we need right now. We need to have more compassion, allow people to make mistakes, allow people to uh, voice their words, whether you agree with it or not. You know, there's no reason for hate. There is no reason for canceling each other just because we don't think alike. It's, it's nice to have constructive conversations nowadays with different points of views, with different backgrounds. It's the way we grow. And if we really tie ourselves to one ideal, to one set of beliefs, and there's nothing wrong with that, and not allow anything else into our vicinity, into our life, into, I don't know, internet or whatever, then you are stopping yourself from truly growing. So I just wanted to remind everyone that we, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a drop. So, yeah, that's awesome. That. <laughs> I love that quote. And it, it is true. I mean, the world needs more empathy. I think there's so much going on right now. So many different perspectives and thoughts on different everything. The world is so divided. So at the end of the day, like like Sam said, we are all the same. We're all humans. At the end of the day, we need to realize that because if we are not united, the world could be really bad. And it's time for us to to take that into consideration because yeah, we have the power. Yeah, not be too emotional. Yeah. <laughs> not be too emotional about <laughs> everything you see or hear. You know, it's nice to be more aware of our emotions. Uh, yes. Because people who are, it, there's nothing wrong with being emotional, to be honest. But when it comes to certain things, being too emotional can really affect you and make you act impulsively in a way that you're not going to be proud of. So, you know, going back to that, just remember that we're all the same. We're all, we are all on the same boat, just trying to learn, explore. Nobody is ever 100% right. So, uh, yeah, give people some slack. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, we can all use that. That's so true. And I also wanted to ask you, you know, with everything going on in your life right now, what inspires you to keep pushing? Um, just being alive, you know, because you wake up, you're alive. There's like a few choices you have when you wake up. You either think about the past and the mistakes that you've done or your regrets, your guilt, or things, why things didn't go right or wrong. And for me, that, of course, for a lot of people, that leads to depression, anxiety, and all those sort of things. And you have the next thing you could do is think about the future and worry. And the best thing you can do is <laughs> live in the moment while, you know, keeping an eye on your goals. So... Having a set of goals is really important to stay inspired. Like I said, in my opinion, being responsible 
especially to the people around you, to your community, uh, how you conduct yourself on social media, whether you're using it to just make yourself feel worse or make others somehow feel better or inspire other people. Uh, at the end of the day, it's just about awareness, going back to that and really being aware of your thought process and how you think, because a lot of us get into this habit of thinking certain things over and over and over again. And that's just like a loop we're in. Uh, it's hard to get out of it once you get in there for a long period of time. I'm talking about this because I've came across many people, you know, especially as a trainer, people share their their problems with you because a lot of times you're not just a trainer you also become like a coach life coach psychologist uh, i'm not uh, any of those right but they tend to trust you because uh, you're somebody who trains them and uh, they start sharing it's easier to share with a stranger and i notice a lot of people are struggling in reality you know a lot of them are it looks like they're in a good place in life, but they're not in a good place mentally or emotionally necessarily. So yeah, to be inspired is to really, uh, uh, maybe this is too harsh, just man up <laughs> and really take some responsibility and get out of that loop that exist in your head do the necessary things possible to get out of there yes and just to go back i think i even have have gone through that just doing the same going through the motions and overthinking and you know it, it doesn't do you any good you really have to find a way to stop because it actually does more harm than good when you are you know stuck in the past or worrying about the future and it's so so important to just stay present and to appreciate being present because it's a yeah. like like it's a gift right i think it's super important that we realize that we have to be grateful for what we have and to practice the Absolutely. attitude of gratitude because there's so many other people out there who have it harder or that don't have it the way that you have it so to appreciate what you have whether it be something as small as appreciating you know this glass of water that i'm about to drink or for appreciating you know the roof over your head or yeah. you know the, the conversations simply that being you alive yes yeah, simply being yeah, alive being there's alive. so much to yeah, be i was talking for. to my dad the other day and he was like as long as we are alive we're happy yes <laughs> you know, he's already 70 i think four so wow. somewhere around that age so you know those things are important yes so also going back to the attitude of gratitude there are so many benefits. I know I've talked about this earlier on in the podcast, but there's benefits to your health. Like it actually helps you, not just mentally, but throughout, you know, sickness or stuff like that. Just practicing being grateful. That's something that you should definitely take into consideration because it is life changing. And it's only, you know, during this pandemic period that I realized that I have so much to be grateful for. And, you know, so many other people have so many things to be grateful for. And it's just this never-ending chain of gratitude that we should keep on going because that momentum in the end will help us elevate ourselves and become better people. So learn to appreciate what you have because you are blessed 
And, you know, like, like Sam said, just being alive is a gift in itself. So learn to appreciate it, guys. Yeah. Absolutely. So the name of this podcast is called The Brillier Project. Brillier is actually a French word that directly translates to shine. So I wanted to ask you, Sam, how do you let your light shine bright? Uh, I, I believe we have to start with our, the people who are closest to us. If we can shine a good bright light on them or be a reason for them to smile, uh, whether it's family, kids, close friends, that's, that's where you start. That's where you start. And if you are competent enough, you get to shine that same light on your community and maybe ultimately one day in a broader level on the society and your country. But yeah, it all starts from, you know, your household, where where you are, your family. So that's a good place to practice. (laughs) And hopefully we'll all make a good positive impact on the world, uh, like you are doing right now with your podcast. I acknowledge you for doing this, I think uh our our society and our country needs more of this uh, more awareness when it comes to certain topics and this is a great way to give some type of value to people right because that's how you are ultimately fulfilled by giving some type of value so i really appreciate you for having this podcast and having me on this podcast and keep going, keep doing what you're doing. And yeah, I hope to see you succeed even more in the coming years as you keep this on and everything else in your life, of course. Thanks, Thanks. Sam. I appreciate it. And uh, of course, you know, it's it's such an honor to have you here. Um, you know, when I was putting together my list of guests, I know that you were definitely one of the ones that I wanted to get on because like I mentioned to you, you've inspired me and so many others in so many ways. And I think it's important that we shed light on people who let their light shine bright. So thank you again for joining us. And thank before you. we wrap up, do let everyone know where they can find you online and connect. And if you have anything to promote, go ahead. Okay, so you can find me at Sam Ajdani, Sam A-J-D-A-N-I. I forgot my own name spelling. on facebook and instagram and yeah we are making some things happen Uh, please also follow our page killer games k-l-l-r games on instagram we're going to be holding some competitions here so we already did our first competition so these are for people who are fitness enthusiasts people athletes People are from all types of backgrounds to join and uh, compete with each other in a fun way and challenge themselves, basically. And the goal with this project is to bring awareness and uh, more value to athletes in the country because I think they do deserve more with the hard work that they're putting in. Uh, They do deserve more recognition. They do deserve uh, a better platform at times that gives them the recognition and the means to uh, 
reach their full potential. So that's the ultimate goal. And we're just getting started. Hopefully we'll have our first physical event summertime. And I hope if any of you is into fitness, is listening, please do join. We're going to have a lot of fun. Thanks. Awesome. That does sound like a lot of fun. I can't wait to see that blast off. It's going to be great. So thank you so much for hopping onto the show, Sam, and dropping your words of wisdom. I really do hope that everyone out there can take what you've shared and apply it in their own lives because, you know, having that grit mentality and mindset and really striving for your goals, despite all the obstacles that stand in your way, can definitely take you a long way in life. So thank you. Peace. Now to everyone out there that's listening, stay up to date with the latest and greatest by following The Brillier Project at T-H-E-B-R-I-L-L-E-R Project on Instagram and Facebook. And don't forget to like and follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Again, I'm your host, Nico Belasco. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to let your light shine bright.